I have some friends and they they would uh, every it would be like once in a while on their Instagram they would be like just dumping a buck and I, I was like what is that? And the whole thing was that was like they had a uh, like a band in their rehearsal practice space had no bathroom so they would all use the same piss bucket. And at the end of the night they was like you know like dump it down <laughs> the street. We don't dump it on not in a bad way. They would dump it down the. Uh, if you want to be professional, you have to either have a bucket or depends. If you want to be unprofessional, be on your phone and be able to piss when it where and when you want. So your your diaper idea is one I've had a lot lately. Instead of having to get up in the night to go to the bathroom, I just throw on a Depends and I can just sleep through the whole night. But I don't know if I can physically piss myself if I... I think it would still wake me up. I don't know if I can just lay there and piss. I'd have to still probably get up, so I don't think it would work. That is... That, that's a good question. Would you be able to actually go through with it? Having spent, you know, so many decades training yourself not to. I mean... No. The answer is no. You don't think you could piss the bed? I mean, piss your diaper? No, because you're not even supposed to do it like that. There's a new way to treat babies. And it's where you... You know when, it's, when, when they need to pee or shit and you bring them to the bathroom. And they don't wear diapers ever. How did they know? So when does it start? Never do it. Brenda did it with Co. Co never ever wore diapers. Hmm. Yeah, but when did he start? Like, how did she know when he had to piss or shit? They're in tune. <laughs> so he never just was laying in his bed and just shit everywhere. No. I mean, what I'm saying is, like, it wasn't like a, uh, like, te- like she had to teach him. So, like, he'd shit, and then she'd rub his nose in it, and then <laughs> she was able to take him to the bathroom after that. Maybe a couple times until he learned. <laughs> no, never. You never have to rub your baby's nose and <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, that's good. She probably wouldn't still have him anymore, but... <laughs> At least he'd be trained. <laughs> right.
of New York. Let me start. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm gonna start right now. Here's here's New York. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? Hey. <laughs> Do you have COVID too? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Everybody has COVID here. We're all sick. Here's the like fucking everybody's sick right now. Here's my New York man on the street. Ready? Here we go. Hi. Anybody? Hey, excuse me, sir. Are you busy? Okay. Uh, ma'am. Hey, uh. <laughs> Alright. Nobody wants to talk to me. Streets of Maine. Well, we have Ron and Aaron riding their bikes to Terry's again. <laughs> Got some Slim Jims and Mountain Dew. Here they come. That's it. That's the story of the day. Oh, (laughs) so-and-so drove their tractor a mile down the road to get to the next hay field or potato field. Yo, I almost made it the whole way on my own to TNO. And I heard a car in the background, and I just, like, I feel like I immediately started crying before I even turned around. When I turned around, it was my father... And I just started crying, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you were AWOL? We, we, we both got grounded for a week for from our bikes because basically he said no, and I went anyway because you went on a bike ride. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go to TN. Me? You went on some bike ride that I think you met up with Jeff or something. And so in my mind, I was like... They were doing some work on the house, like digging for a new spring or some shit like that. And so because you actually did it, like you were older, so it's, you know, whatever. But then I I was just like, well, he did it, so I'm going to do it. Oh, so we weren't together. No, we weren't together. I went on my own and I like, I asked and it was like, I'm pretty sure it was like, no. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) And I almost made it. Busted. And then, yeah, I just started crying. <laughs> it's all, to me, the funny part is that, like, there, there was no cars the whole way. Listen, if you just kept going, your dad would have never caught you until you got to Terry's. He would have had to, like, get out of the car, and then you would pedal ahead. And you'd be like, shit, he'd have to get back in the car. Unless he was fast enough to run after you, which, I mean. I think I think that would have made him, like, mad. Yeah. Yeah, but who cares? It was your mission like, to make it to Terry's. You might well, as well. I mean, I he's even, probably mad already I, that you just took off. I didn't. I know, but I'm saying I didn't. Like I didn't get. I don't remember getting like you know physically assaulted or anything. It was just like I felt bad. And if I think if I had done that, he would have like maybe smacked me or some shit. <laughs> He'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> what we? What was your mission? Probably like red hot sausage, <laughs> maybe, maybe like some salt and vinegar chips. Um, what else did they have? Mountain Dew. Yeah, soda. I don't. I feel like they didn't have a lot of like little Debbie snacks, but some dumb shit. I don't ever remember buying them. I think we only always got some sort of meat snack, chips, and soda. And maybe if he had like I don't know penny candies or whatever. That's why Titcombs was always good. Titcombs always had all the penny candies. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, I remember the guy getting annoyed because I'd go in there with Jeff and we'd like, we'd get a bunch of stuff and then we'd go out and then we'd come back in and get some more. But I was like being really careful about selecting what I could get with the amount of change that I had in my fist. And he was getting impatient. He was like, you know what you want yet? Every time the bell, the doorbell, the little dinger, he thinks he's going to get a nice fat sale. And it's you like, yeah, I'll take the 10 cent sticks and one of those <laughs> three penny fake cigarettes. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Come back in. Yeah, I'll take one of those gum cigars and you could get those little Swedish fish for a penny. And so it was the the smallest amount of money you could have could actually buy something at this store. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And so I would calculate, well, if I got this thing for three cents and that thing for 10 cents, how many pennies do I have left over? How many fish can that? You can go outside, you find a penny on the on the sidewalk, go back in, buy another fish. Like we we sell little theater boxes of like uh, Swedish fish at Dollar Tree, so that's a I guarantee there's not 125 of those in there. There's probably like 20. So yeah, that's the, I mean that's that's a that's your inflation right there. <laughs> it's the price of Swedish fish, not a penny anymore. It is impressive though. I mean they're imported. Yeah, you got to raise the price eventually. You know you. Bringing them all the way over from Europe, it's gets pricey after a while. Yeah, the Swedelanders go to Norwegia, and they fish the fjords. So they're actually Norwegian fish. But then they bring them back to Swedeland. They send them out. That's when they turn red. Yes, <laughs> when they cross the border, they turn red. You're right. Streets of New York. The other day I was on the subway and somebody has a dog and there's a woman sitting next to me. She's like, what's your dog's name? <laughs> to you? No, it was to this person, but the, the dog's name was Gordy, but it took like maybe five minutes. It was like, what? Gorny? Gorgy? Gorgy? <laughs> like to where I was like kind of laughing because I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Gordy. Like I was about to be like, Stand by me. Oh, the old lady was confused, like, couldn't hear? Yeah, they couldn't uh, hear, and they were asking the name of the dog, and it, but it was, it was Gordy. Wait, so what'd you say, is two old ladies talking? You're, you're listening in? No, it, it was one, it was one regular, regular old lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my age. And it was more just that nobody could hear it. But then it did go even further than that because the, like, friend of the dog um, owner had, uh, it's not even part of the story, really, but she had, I think, Down syndrome, so she just kept talking for, like, the next 15 minutes. About uh, just topics. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have Down syndrome? <laughs> but everybody was being super nice and like listening oh well that's that's nice yeah it was a good it was a good story yep just another day in the big city the abridged version is hey what's your dog's name Gordy oh nice name <laughs> but the real version 
is what's your dog's name? Gordy. Porgy? No, Gordy. Georgie? I mean, a dog named Rocky. It's a solid dog name. Yeah, and it's like a big black lady, and the, the dog was smelling me, and she was like, don't be smelling people. <laughs> she, and she said, she's like, that's not your daddy. He's, he's the same color as your daddy, but that's not your daddy. <laughs> I just said smiling. I was like, yo, that's racist as fuck. <laughs> anyway, I hate the train. Stupid. Streets of Maine. We did have a bull. You didn't have a. You didn't have a bull. I don't remember any bulls at your house. We had a bull. You don't ever remember. I don't. Sid never told you that story. That he used to tell me this story all the time when I was working. That we had. Sid would tell me. Sid would tell me a lot of stories about your dad. Yeah, well, we had a bull. Remember we had the chicken? We had a chicken coop behind our house. I guess apparently we had a bull that we kept in there for a while. Because my mom would tell me stories about my, the bull, like, getting away and my dad chasing it, grabbing the rope that was around its neck and getting drug around by the bull. <laughs> and then Sid would tell me stories that he'd come over to my dad's house and they would have be drinking beer and they'd put a beer bottle on the fence post and that the bull would like grab the beer bottle with its mouth and drink and put its head back and drink the beer off the fence post <laughs> I don't know if he was bullshitting me or what but he told me that story a couple times what was the bull's name I don't know I, I barely remember it like oh. Aaron I don't I don't remember it but everyone says we had this bull and mom still tells stories hey. about it Hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, why am I why am I involved in this story? You don't remember it like Aaron? What are you talking about? I remember You said I, you said I, you didn't remember me having a ball. And I said I don't remember me having a ball. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, well cuz you didn't. You didn't you never had a ball. Why is everyone telling me stories about a ball then? <laughs> <laughs> You're just making it up. I want to know what kind of beer the bull was drinking. I don't know. Knowing them, it was just some kind of, you know, like Budweiser. Absolutely. Because I'm thinking like like a Miller clear bottle. I think the clear bottle is funnier. Like like Miller High Life? Yeah. So you can see the all the beer flowing out of the bottle down the bull's gullet. I'm wondering why that's funnier. Visually, you can see the beer flowing all the way out. Like you can watch the bull actually drink I know, but the like, beer. But like, then we got to really make the, we got to like, it's more, it's more production. I know it. <laughs> I want to see him drink the beer and then smash the bottle on the fence post and threaten Sid. Tell him to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I'll cut you. Or give me another beer. Yeah, or, well, after he threatened Sid and Sid ran off, then he'd threaten my dad and be like, give me more beer. <laughs> and I want him to have a B name, like Billy. Billy the beer drinking bull. Yeah. His name probably wasn't Billy. Big, big bad Billy. of New York. This is, this is like so weird, but like, this is a reason that I really, like, just love Ron, because when he visited me, 
Um, I was like, is there anything you want to do? Like, you know, things you can do, like, uh, first step building, you know, like shit like that. He's like, I want to go to uh, the like the opening scene to Ghostbusters, <laughs> and I want to <laughs> I want to take the train from the Warriors, and I was like, done. <laughs> we did both. Well, that's a plan. But I never even thought about that, the Ghostbusters scene. But we did. We went to the New York Public Library. And, like, did we go in? I, think, I thought we didn't go in. I think we went in and we like walked around, and there, I was like, I don't know what, where it really was filmed, but. Yeah, because I never knew. I never. I thought I heard at some point that. No, I think I'm pretty sure that the basement scene or whatever was actually filmed there. I'm pretty sure it was. I wanted to see that basement, but you probably can't go into it. It's probably just for filming or whatever. Well, yeah, it actually turns out um, there is a basement to the Alamo. <laughs> to the Alamo? Yeah. Yeah. Poor Pee Wee. any show like almost any show any serial any formulaic thing procedural there's always some sort of romantic sub story of the workers in the police precinct or on the FBI team or whatever they always do that anyway if you watch TV you would expect that that's just normal so are you saying that romance is politically incorrect what I'm saying is that that if there is an effort to to say there shouldn't be workplace romances, but there always will be because that's just human nature. You get to know somebody, you have a more likelihood of connecting with them, etc. Then there is um, it's unfeasible to place that expectation on workplaces. Like you could still slap somebody's ass, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of the days that I pine for is when you can just crack the secretary on the ass, tell her she's doing a good job, <laughs> smoke a cigar in the office. You could have your little liquor cabinet over on the, in your office and stuff. Those are the good old days. They need to bring that back. What would be the most inappropriate setting for a boss of a business to have, like, a liquor cabinet <laughs> and secretaries? They're, uh... Dress code is mini skirts and I, like I'm thinking a guy who sells night crawlers out of his garage, but he has a mahogany desk and he's smoking a fat cigar and he's got a liquor can and a bottle of scotch on his desk. A pile of cocaine. Like, you know, it's like you know a bag of night crawlers for five dollars because it rhymes sorta. And then someone comes in and you know he's smoking a cigar. So can I? I understand you're looking for a bag of night crawlers. Let me pour you a drink. Man, that's where I'd go to get my night crawlers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, how much is those? I was thinking like a dentist, maybe, or like, um, like somebody, like, somebody dealing with, like, mentally handicapped children. <laughs> <laughs> Right, a group home where there's a little you know, liquor cabinet. 
Yeah, because if they start getting un unruly or whatever, you just give them a shot. <laughs> like they, remember they used to do with babies when they had the toothache? They'd give them a little something of whiskey or whatever. <laughs> the little kids in the group home get unruly. Give them a pint of Jack Daniels. I was thinking of a gas station, like a, like it's a drug deal. It's like, oh, so you want, you want me to fill it up, huh? You want to talk about filling up your tank with gas, huh? Go around the corner. Give me the money. Go around the corner. I'll fill you up. I'm out of gas, sir. I can't make it around the corner. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B A start. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm yelling it. Don't! <laughs>